Hey there, how are you and how's your day going? Uh, welcome to another episode of the What If We Keep It Real podcast. I am your host, Ben Oden. And I'm your host, Henry Son. Uh, we'll be talking about something that I think if you've lived uh, in this past decade, 2010 all the way to 2020, it's something you've heard, it's something you've seen, it's something you have maybe even experienced in your own life. And this is the whole phenomenon of cancel culture. Mm. Uh, now, exactly. Um, I'll try to define. Uh, so cancellation, uh, properly understood, refers to an attack on someone's employment and reputation by a determined collective of critics. Mm-hmm. Um, one is the key thing to pick up there, number one. It's an attack on either your employment or your reputation right. by a determined collective of critics. Based on what? Based on on an or, on an opinion or an action that is alleged to be disgraceful and disqualifying. Mm-hmm. Now, I, but I, I think I like um, the way Michael Brown uh, defined or rather uh, depicted your council culture. He says, it can, be, it, can, it can be in a moment of time, he says. Uh, one ill-advised uh, tweet, one poorly worded post, right. one foolish act in the public, and that's it. You are branded, you are marked. You are guilty for life. Mm-hmm. Whatever good you've done in the past is forgotten, cancelled. However deep and sincere your apology, it will never be enough. You must carry the shame for the rest of your days away with you. Right. Cancel culture. So mm-hmm. it's something we've seen. I think uh, uh, popular examples are, for example, Kevin Hart, when mm-hmm. he uh, was picked to host the Oscars and then people brought up tweets that he had Tweeted, I think, what, eight, nine years ago. Yeah. Uh, and they said, you know what, he's homophobic, so how can he represent? Da, 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 da. He resigned. That's just one major example. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have like other examples of people who associated themselves with figures like your Harvey Weinstein, your Jeffrey Epstein, um, Bill Cosby is another example. Yeah, and I think I think I think we must we must uh, we, we must at least uh, register that um, when it comes to cancel culture, yeah. most of these things come from things you've done in the past. Yeah. So when you said no matter what good you have done, mm-hmm. uh, it's also no matter how, well, yeah, for example, if I gave, if I stole 10,000 shillings today mm-hmm. and then 20 years from now, I'm, and out of that 20,000 shillings that I stole, I built a company and that company is all it does serve is to is to help communities and stuff mm-hmm. like that. When people have nothing against you, mm-hmm. they'll come to you and try take down your empire, whatever it is, take down your company, your reputation, your yeah. reputation because of something that you did years ago, years ago. So this is cancel culture right now has no reflection on who you are mm-hmm. or not what, on what you're doing. It's actually on what you have previously done before. It's it's a culture that uh, propagates perfection. Perfection. Which is unattainable. Which is unattainable. But again, I don't even think there's a group of critics mm. that come up with this thing. It's not at least not recognized critics. Mm. It's always, I think cancel culture is always a result or uh, a response to a majority group of people who have mm. no say so whatever. Yeah. The pressure that they have in our culture, for example... If somebody f- did something 20 years ago mm-hmm. and then they're shooting a movie with Disney, mm-hmm. some kid who has got nothing to do will dig up some stuff mm-hmm. and bought it, join up with 20 other people, 100, 1,000 mm-hmm. other people over something you did or tweeted 20 years ago. Yeah. 
And Disney is going to cancel just because if they don't, not that they care, they really mm. don't care. Yeah. But if they don't, they will just have a, a negative effect on their own of, of course i think it's, it's it's the power of the boycott that's it where now people they've realized boycotting is uh effective right in terms of you know, you're producing whatever end they want yeah uh, they would say by now if he's not fired we're not gonna come when you will and you and, and as a company of course uh, answering to your board of directors you don't you all your shareholders you don't want you you don't want bad press yeah. Because just to get out of bad press, but I say, we, 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 we don't really want to have to deal with this. No, not, not you. We yeah. don't have to deal with this. Yeah, it's, we, we, and, and I think it's not, sometimes it's not even a reflection of where the company stands. No, it's not. It's, but it's like, you know, it, it really isn't. Yeah, we got to look after our shareholders. We got to look after our board of directors. You and, know. and so, you know what? Off you go. And that's the problem with, with what we call now the court of public opinion. Yes. Well, you know, the court of public opinion will even to a certain extent, that's a me, I do law, so it's a bit uh, uh, <laughs> damning to say this, but yeah. sometimes even judgments in, in real courts mm. sometimes may be if, uh, affected by, you know, what public opinion says. Of course. No, I, th I think many people... It is almost impossible to be unbiased as a human being. We all are. Mm -hmm. Everyone is biased towards something. It's, it's, it's being human. I don't think anyone in this world is absolutely objective. You can't be. No one can be. Everyone is but, biased. But we can tell you that everyone is very subjective. Oh, yeah. Objectivity is, 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 is quite it's difficult. Yeah, and by the way, uh, just to set the record straight, we are not here at Tukapaku, you know, I think I, I previously mentioned your Epsteins, your Weinsteins, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and the Cosby's. We're not, you We're know, not shaming anybody here. This we're not shaming stuff. anybody, and, and we're not, yeah. by the way, when I joke I think that it's very clear what, what those situations were about, uh, and we don't want to go there and, you know, let's yeah. just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, so, now... The good thing, I think, Nikomba, cancel culture is not so big in Africa. Yeah, not really. It, it ain't. But I think now, uh, as we know, do you think it's ever going to like uh, penetrate our culture? Or do you think it's ever, do you yeah. think? Yeah, of course. I'll, I'll give you an example. Yeah. I know of the company. Yeah. Um, Whereby a person, <laughs> well, yes, this is in Tanzania. If if your if your if your dog dies, if your dog dies, chimba ditch you when you get it, throw him away. I don't know who cares, right? Oh, you can even who cares? Like it's just like it's a dead dog, right? I mean, a few people care, but yeah, I get yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. right, right, you know, but but <laughs> but I know the company and by one of their top guys, you know. Or if it was a law firm, you'd, you'd call them a partner in that firm. Their dog died. Mm -hmm. And so they picked up the dog and uh, took him somewhere and just chucked him away. Ah! Who? Who what? Who took the dog? The, that guy. Mm -hmm. His dog. His own dog. Mm -hmm. morning, morning, his dog took him somewhere and chucked him away. You know, peace, bro. Mm -hmm. I love you, dog. Ikanyaka pigo something, whatever happened. The guy was reprimanded by, by, his, by his company. As a matter of fact, not only reprimanded, akashushwa daraja. They don't either choose to because leave he, the company. Okay, wait a minute. So, yama alimzika mbo wa alimtupatu. Mwaka tu, wewe kuzika nini, mzika tunazika atu. 
Mm-hmm. In, in Tanzania, or in, in Africa, we, we do that for people, not not, not animals. Not animals, you know. Mm. So he was seen. A photo was taken, mm. and it was reported to the company, mm. or it was reported in the newspapers or something. Was like still, that. Still, still animal protection society or whatever they are. Anyway, Tanzania. So we, have, we have we have those like a dog thing. What? Anyway, protecting them. Yeah, not with their dead, dude. Yeah, uh-huh. maybe disposing them, but um. But that happened, and 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 this guy ultimately was given an ultimatum: either you you leave, or bongo demoted. No, this is in Africa. Ah, okay. This is in, in South Africa. <laughs> this is in South Africa. Okay, South Africa, South Africa. Right? Yeah. Okay. And so the guy, of course, you know, had to apologize, and I think uh, I think he took a, 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 a smaller role. Mina Dani, when the cancel culture kicks bongo, we will be cancelled. Yeah. Do you know this, the amount of stuff we do? It, that's my point. I think we will. I'm sure now there are people probably that you're like your CEOs or your MDs. It'll be terrible. Your HRs who are like any deep anxiety. Because yeah. <laughs> they know, uh, we all know, if this somehow finds its place in our society and culture. We're finished. Uh, many of us are done. Because African practices are different. Yeah. And it, uh, uh, there are a lot of things that are tolerable that are completely unacceptable. Yes. We tolerate a lot, a lot of, things of things that are unacceptable. Kwa hiyo, ikije kengia hapa. Well, unacceptable now. Well, yeah, even the, the, the issue of viewing it as unacceptable is because we've been exposed to what's out there. But if we were not accept, exposed to what's out there, this would have been totally been acceptable. Yeah, of course. I think. You know? So again, we go back to we're being influenced by what is from the Westerns. No, but, Western I, but I think uh, some of the influences are good. Some uh, of them are good, Again, yeah. a lot of the practices I'm about to maybe normalize are completely unacceptable. It's unethical, it's immoral. Uh, any, whether you're from China, whether you're from America, whether you're from, uh, I don't know, Australia, whether you're from the Middle East, morality is morality, you know what I'm saying? It's just wrong. On one hand, I think, I think as a society, we need to get to a place where we hold people accountable. Right. I think accountability has to be there. Uh-huh. Lakini not to a degree of council culture as it is practiced in the West. Right. Um, even innocent people get thrown into the mix. Um, and a lot of, of course, and we all know reputation, once it's uh, tainted, we sufficiently, it's almost impossible. It's always going to be a part of who you uh, you are and your reputation. And once it's destroyed, it's, it's, it's destroyed. Even, let's not go too deep into that. Like even this thing, you innocent people are thrown in, no one is that clean. And no one is. On yes. the bigger picture, you, you, on the, you know, on the, no, but the but, picture. No, but the idea is that do you have to be defined by your mistakes? Because we all make them. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing is that one person, uh, it's, the, it's the whole essence of sin, right? Kwamba, mm-hmm. when you punish or when you shame a sin that is considered public, let's say drinking, um, or somebody groped a chick or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, compared to somebody who's prideful or somebody who jerks it at home. Mm-hmm. Any, in the eyes of God, it's all sin. Unfortunately, we don't operate that way. Council we, culture doesn't operate in terms of... Does not. And I think council culture is uh, probably one of the most anti-Christ things. Because to Jesus, he's all about restoration. He's all about bringing back. He's all about reconciliation, yes, yeah. reconciliation, forgiveness, redemption. That's that's the whole narrative of the gospel. Right. But like in a council culture, out you go. Of course. 
I mean, and that, and that's the that's the two. It's like the versus battle combat, the worldview versus the biblical view. Yeah. You know, the worldview says one mistake. You out. Not only one mistake now, whenever. And I don't, but but I don't think the world. Because again, even in the church, I see it happening. Confano, you mean to tell me, Leo he, you go to a church, alafu kiongozwenu is David. David in the world Biblia yule. Ndio kiongozwenu. Alafu Gafla mnasikia David kapiga mke wa one of the elders. Mm-hmm. And then he goes beyond that to let's say poison mm-hmm. the elder. Mm-hmm. When talking about you won't cancel this homeboy. Again, the world is the biblical view. Take no, it no, because no, no. I'm able to listen mm-hmm. as I'm going into the church to a place where we we believe come it's it's operated by biblical, we know biblical view. So, we, we, we spoke about this earlier. We know at one point six months ago, a year ago, there was a dude, uh, <laughs> yes, who something was circulating online about him, and a lot of people canceled the guy. Kamba. I think whoever's hearing this know, knows exactly what, who, we, who we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Um, that situation. Homeboy, Lakini, that, that is nowhere near what David did. That is nowhere near what David did. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. that's the... Atacamo, you're going into a place where it's, it's, the worldview is biblical. Mm-hmm. I, I hate that biblical worldview. Anyways. It's fantastic biblical worldview. Uh-huh. It's just the biblical view and there's the worldview. Listen, let's just keep it that way. Mm-hmm. I think... You've got to understand, as much as that institution should be run or is run, mm-hmm. the individuals, the body itself... Are broken filthy human beings. Exactly. So Sick people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Either their actions or their reactions to certain actions. It, it, and I think actually that's a very interesting point that you've raised there. Because I've been thinking about it a lot lately, Gomba, how when you look historically in the church, people always brought... When people get converted to Christianity, they bring their, I guess, worldly worldviews yeah. into the church yeah. as well. No matter if you read the Bible, um, in the Corinthian letters, Paul, those people were people who were places of worship in those Baal temples and whatnot. They were prostitution, mm-hmm. prostitutes. Do you know Mm-hmm. Spiritually, yes, you're renewed, but your mindset, your worldview, then you begin that journey of like getting to Christ likeness. Then the transformation, the slow dogo transformation dogo. begins. Slow being the key word. Right. Dogo dogo. And I think it's easy to change conduct in Those are easier things to like. How you think and your worldview and your mind that takes the rest of your life. To, to this day, where one, even our what we consider to be a biblical worldview is not necessarily biblical for most people. Yeah. It's actually like merged with Uduni and Wingis. You know, and it's, it's, uh-huh. it's a you know. So there's that, and then there's an actual worldview, worldly worldview that we have. Yeah. So we take all of this stuff. When we come to church, to like a cutting of Christianity, and when things happen and we react 
hiyo bias comes out right. lakini i think the problem ni kwamba we never want to admit mm-hmm. kwamba my perspective my world view is not biblical it's just unajua kwamba mimi kutokana nilivyolelewa nilikotoka huko what i believe unajua based on your other influences i don't think this is right or i think this is right and i think we bring that um worldly world view a uh, worldly bias into the church and kwa hiyo nakuta you have a church where one people of course are broken and filthy and you know rotten sinful human beings that we all are you have that's one end on another end you have people whose world view is not necessarily as biblical as we'd like to think hata mwenye sangenda jangalia i'm like you know what for example i'll give you an example this whole issue of uh, racism and race mm-hmm. it's one of the things that i struggle with god with mm-hmm. to this day sibadani If there's one thing that I struggle and I wrestle with God about nature racism. And What do you mean? For example, every time I see the word slave mm-hmm. in the Bible, it right. throws me off big time. Uh-huh. I was reading the Bible just got here And then <laughs> stories of Abraham was so Jamaican slaves threw me off vibamno. Uh-huh. I'm like this is our guy. This is yeah. This is the guy who's father of all nations. This is our this is our father. This, this is the guy. Uh-huh. He had slaves. Mm-hmm. And you hear you see it throughout the Bible, you know, yeah, I'm going to slaves. Paul would put up and I'm just you slaves. Yes, with Jesus basically. I'm glad that Jesus didn't have none of that stuff around him. He didn't. He didn't. That's my point. Is that if he had I I would have had a real problem with Christianity. Mm-hmm. You come to Paul, Paul him skin and be bana slaves obey your masters and not. throws me off big time. Yes. Yeah, and then I come nini if my view of who God is was distorted, I was not necessarily like cemented. Ni going to check out, bro. Mhm. And then going to it throws me off big time. And of course, why is that? Because sababu I am black. I am African. Mm-hmm. Um and African history has been tied to slavery. Unajua kama whether it's the Africans that were shipped off to Uh, America whether it's slavery that was conducted in Zanzibar and I was one and raised there so to speak that's history that you grow up hearing and seeing because of that history every time I hear the word slave I'm biased and I, I can't that history uh, and my emotions tied to the subject come out another example what do you think of the bible calling us slaves of or slaves for god Uh-huh. Do you have an issue with that? No, no, no. Born servants, they talk about all those things. Like, I, don't, I don't necessarily have an issue. Uh, if God says I'm a slave, it's cool. Because he's God. Because huh? he's God. It's like, it's like, it's like being so you're a property of Christ. I'm like, it, I kind of am a property of Christ because he created me and whatnot. Like, you know, of course, God makes it very clear. Even as a kind of, when you see that, it could be uh, a person who's writing that, any comment that, they could they didn't find a better way of of communicating this is just an issue of historical context man no no it's not similar like it, so, yeah but I, but i think i don't think god considers us his no, slaves I don't, i don't think it's very clear in the bible that he does not consider us i think his, it's, it's that obedience mentality come at any cost mm-hmm. you you obey yes and That's i think the, Sani, the, the other thing that i wanted to say in kwamba yeah for example kwamba mtu ambaye middle east mhm au sio anasoma stories ya israel wale si mungu anabeba na ndeni kule mkachukue ardhi tu If you are part of a nation that's history and if there's a history of somebody coming and taking over your land you will not read, you will not see people like Kina Rahab as heroes that's who moja right you always 
Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, yes, you come by. You're a snitch. You're a traitor. Yeah, that's what you would see them. So everybody brings their bias into faith. Everybody brings their bias into whether it's your cultural bias, whether it's you know, you are your spiritual bias, whether it's your intellectual bias, whatever kind of bias. But everybody brings that into faith. And I think when it comes to now cancel culture now. My, and, that, and that is the problem. That's the exact yeah. problem. When we say everybody, we're not. When we say the body, I mean in terms of from from the pulpit. Yeah, everybody's biased, dude. The preacher, everybody. Yeah, I'm talking about duniani and later on back you. Yes, you know, because I mean, you live in the world. Ukingia huku, you 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 live in the world, but you're not of the world. Yeah, yeah. It's so nice to say, but it's so hard to do. Nah, but it's hard to do. You, you live in the world. Now, once you live in the world so long, you become, there's certain tendencies or yeah. be it social, be it whatever it is, Lazimo is incorporated into your everyday life. Mm-hmm. So, you're on the pulpit, you're trying to do this thing. You've got to understand the majority of who you are mm-hmm. has been nurtured up with the way the world works. Yani, bro, yani, nini, yani, dunia, the world, as described by the Bible, it's like I have two moms. <laughs> There's God, and then there's Mama Kambo, the dunia. And you don't know what to do with the dunia. I think it's almost impossible to... You mean God, God, God? It's, it's, uh, well. we, we underestimate, I think, um, the significance or the importance of what Christ said when he said, Kamba, be in the world, but do not be of the world. Mm-hmm. We underestimate the impact of being of the world, but being a child of God. Mm-hmm. And we underestimate the impact of... Um, because when you allow something to influence you, you carry that influence into every sphere of your life. I, well, let me just correct you up. I think, and I was going to be in mm-hmm. and be off. In and off are two different words. Oh, yeah. In means you just you're in there. situ. You're in a place. Location. Mm. Being off. Like we're in the studio right now. You're a seed off. Your DNA yeah. comes from this. Combat. So that's what Let your identity and your DNA not flow from the world. That's what he's saying. Lakini mm-hmm. sometimes it's in the world sana. It's almost like all we see and what we learn the most of it is actually um Kidunia. Sabu, ukisoma, utasoma neno 24 hours a day, mse. Utakona okay. jifungia 24 hours a day for, for the rest of your entire life. No, you can't. You can't. You cannot be disconnected from the world. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important thing. You cannot be disconnected. Like any, the other part to it is, if you're and, connected and think, to the world. And, and I think the important thing is, I mean, the heart, the, not the important thing, but you know, the thing to, I guess, to ponder on is, is it possible to be in the world, but not be influenced by the world? You can't. Is it, is it possible to do no, that? You can't. So are you saying that Christ set us on a path that is almost like impossible to achieve? It, it about, is. That's, about, why, that's why grace is there. Yeah, you set it, on your thinking, but saying, okay, this is what you ought to do. And I think, but, and I think, <clears throat> then if that's the case, um, I like Nini, there's a definition of self-awareness where they say, self-awareness is knowing who you are, what you're about, and the forces that are at work in your environment. Right. Um, what is it? Uh, someone who's self-aware is someone who is, uh, possesses intellectual humility. And intellectual humility is essentially uh, someone understanding <laughs> that they don't know everything. First right. about themselves, you are their environment, whether it's God, whatever it is. Um, so, that intellectual humility, I think, is something that's missing within the Christian. By that understanding, you don't know everything. But I think at the same time, I think there has to be um, 
bias awareness. Right. I think we have to develop this sense of bias awareness where we are aware of our biases. But you know what? I am coming from this place. Which is also difficult to do. Yeah, fallen into sin girlfriend boyfriend girlfriend boyfriend he's probably gonna come at you right but not because but because they're biased mm-hmm. it happened to them so we think it's going to happen to it's, everybody it's going to happen to everybody else you know so i think everybody brings their bias but whether they're right or wrong yes it's relevant irrelevant like everybody brings their bias into faith everybody brings their bias into conversations around faith mm-hmm. and around different things right. and i think that's up and that bias is heavily influenced by either your personal experience or things that have happened around you and before it may penetrate into your conscious or subconscious so that's up yeah, social factors traditional when the people we really we really like to believe come but once you read the bible you just take it as it is mm. people forget come but we're human beings we come from different yeah. traditions different cultures different you know upbringings in the way we read the word many a times we come with our own preconceived notions of how we were raised and how mm. tradition is mtu wa alaska uko uweze kuambia so many the same way mtu wa tanzania those are two different issues ni kama nini that whole scripture unajua kwamba men love your wives and then women submit to your is it husbands but um, but kwenye system ya mfumo dume right akisoma ile yani he's going to have a field day right kama mwanamke unatakiwa kunitii sio kunielewa and a lot of people do that yeah from somebody who comes from from a man who comes from i guess a more uh a society that's more feminine i guess feminist mm-hmm. um exactly so again bias so everybody brings their bias into Most how they definitely. read the bible everybody brings their bias into how they understand the bible like i think the thing that i and i by the way i'm saying this understanding that i bring my own bias into it as well of course i think but but i think then if if that is the case if we have this i guess bias conscious and bias awareness if that is the case then why is it mm-hmm. when somebody the challenges or or why is it so hard for us to admit that we have the bias and the reason i'm saying this is because as far as council culture is concerned it is i mean in, in the american church it's already there mm-hmm. uh, he was kicked off from his own church and shortly after he was kicked out i think Stephen Fertig I come invite to jamaa to preach and and it was weird you know in terms of Jamani mlevi you completely forget kwamba unajua kwamba jamani unajua built the whole church unajua kwamba served God faithfully for many years lakini he just had this problem he had this problem lakini to this day jamani you barely see Pernobo anywhere even for a pastor like all those few conferences they used to invite him to preach na nini says you money jamani uko kwenye hayo maeneo hayo sasa pastor like any long ile scandal yake ilotokea sasa i don't know thank god or whatever it is kwamba jamani kapumzika kwa amani shortly after lakini if 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 he was given more life So of course it would I, I think terrible for him. Yeah, but I think on one hand we I think we have to differentiate in terms of and we're not glorifying these mistakes by yeah. the way. I mean kuna kuna kwa mfano mama sema kama mama sema kwa there's a nini uh how who can we find? There's your Kevin Hart and then there's your Bill Cosby. Right. In this sense. Kama Kevin Hart we know jamaa zani kwamba ni mtu asiye here hapa. Made a few mistakes. And then there's the person who we may shako yote. You are living a double life. Mm-hmm. On one hand you're pretending to be something one thing but in actuality you, yeah you're living something else. Yeah. I think that's absolute that's wrong. Yani that's wrong. If people come at you people come at you you know what I'm saying but I think 
the whole essence of cancel culture is when you actually people come for somebody who's made a mistake. Yeah. And I think the reason I'm saying we're talking about church and influences, but if this is what we read every day, if this is what we see, if this is what we are normalizing as a society, then it's only a matter of time before that penetrates the culture within our churches. I think before we go to go to the church, I think I think one of the, the things that you know promotes cancer culture even but people just love to see the downfall of people. Yeah. Especially when you're successful. Yeah. Because most of these people who were night time they're usually envious. They want to be in that position. So you're for whatever reason, then I would I would just ravish at that moment we gotta take this person down. You can even see this with with um with Ellen. You've heard the scandal with Ellen DeGeneres. I didn't see that coming. You didn't see that coming. I mean the the workplace scandal. You you wouldn't, right? On one hand, on the on the screen, they say, "Bana, you know, she's the best person. Come, but be kind to one another." Nee, nee, nee. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I, I, I mean, I always thought like she was like super nice and everything. And you hear people I, saying I, she's super nice. Allegedly, allegedly, she isn't. Allegedly. Yeah. Now, the only problem with this issue is celebrities and friends who don't work with her mm-hmm. are coming out and saying, "No, she's a great person." Mm-hmm. People who are in the forefront working with a Palimbelia screen, the Twitches of the world and the Andes, they're saying she's awesome. I don't know what people are talking about. The people who are in the background, people who are not seen, people who are really being pushed to the limit, mm. those are the people saying, man, I say, you know, mm. now whether true or not now, if it's the downfall, if it's not, now you have people externally who want to talk. Yeah. And the majority public opinion is sharing from people who are seek decision and what you made from that. If it was yeah. just internally, that thing would be sorted, bro. Mm. Like in the external is because those are the viewers on Hungaria, so uh, we're yet to see. Like in the, I think cancel culture is so promoted because people like to see the downfall of men, mm. the downfall of successful men and women. Yeah, you know. But I think of course it's something that biblically, I mean historically, when you Biblia, we've seen it happen. Uh, Paul a couple of times. I think I'm just going to read like a few scriptures up. Huh? Uh, where we see Paul banana toa oda banya kunata pana bili mashuri kie. Where is it? Yeah. First Corinthians, uh, chapter five, verse 11 to 13. The Bible says, but now I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who, mm-hmm. not to associate yourself with anyone who bears the name of brother, which means this is your fellow Christian. Uh, that's why they're brother. Corinthians what? Five, 11 to 13. Right. Uh, don't associate yourself with anyone uh, who is, who bears the name uh, brother, which means, you know, they're your fellow brethren. Uh, if he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed, or in an or in an idolater, reviler, drunkard, or swindler, not even to eat with such a person. guilty of sexual immorality. Mlevi, Unajua, someone who worships other gods. And then he says, for what have I to do with uh, judging outsiders? Now he's asking. So, of course, mm-hmm. of course, I think, of course, this is the first question that comes out like, yo, why are you judging uh, these people? He says, is it not those inside the church whom you are to judge? Mm-hmm. God judges those outside. Mm-hmm. Purge the evil person from among you. So, of course, again, so Paul is essentially saying, 
Quan va? This whole uh, aspect of, you know, don't judge or God is the judge of all people, that applies to the people who are not in Christ. But for the people who are in Christ, judge those ones. <laughs> you say it that way too. This is <laughs> when you use that tone, it judges. Yeah. Even if you read the preceding line, so, okay, now, I don't get so, so if that's the case, then if we want to cancel you, without see now. So basically, if we want to cancel somebody, he's like, yeah, man. And it, basically, if I judge you, because I see on YouTube, even since you're Christian. In fact, even yesterday I saw someone on YouTube put like a post on Nini, uh, their WhatsApp status. Mm-hmm. Don't judge, whatever. And in fact, it's a scripture that I think, uh, I don't know, I'll, 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 I'll try to pull it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I, um, but you know, they were saying, you shouldn't judge and whatnot. But here, boy, and someone, fellow brothers and sisters, I walk on the sun now, judge them. Yeah. Um, but, but again, which is, well, it seems like a contradiction to the life that Jesus it says. Lived. Okay, listen, and, again, listen. The beauty about this is it says, judge them. Uh-huh. You're not ju- judging me. The process of judging, a judgment shall come out. Like now, what should be preceded before the judgment? Uh-huh. Now, cross-reference, we have to... Where is it? Let me just pull up another one. Yes. Matthew. Right. 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, If your brother mm-hmm. sins against you, go and tell him his fault. No, your process not same as a judgment. Yes. Between you and him alone, so if you have if you have an issue with somebody they, they did something dodgy, so mm. Let, let's broaden it. Of course, this means akikuzingua. Yeah. Like, let's say akizingua. akizingua. So if he makes a mistake, akizingua, mfatem to personally right. uh, try and sort it out between the two of y'all. Right. Um, if he listens to you, you have gained your brother or right. sister. Um, but if he does not listen, okay. When we say he does not listen, can you explain what it means? It does not take heed and he continues, mm-hmm. you know, business as usual. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, take one or two others along with you, mm-hmm. that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. Right. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. Right. involve the larger community. Right. Um, and if he refuses to listen even to the church, mm-hmm. let him be to you as a Gentile or a tax collector. Right. Truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Mm-hmm. judge your fellow brothers and sisters within the community. Kagoma, mpeleke kwenye... Uh, Three-stage process. Yeah. Mpeleke kwenye board, church, whatever. Akigoma. Anasema, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Mm-hmm. Now, I like what he says here because Gentiles and tax collectors are welcomed in synagogues. They were welcomed in the synagogues of the time. Kwa mm-hmm. he's not saying... Ban him from coming into this place or from being around you. He doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. He says, let him be to you as a Gentile or a tax collector. Lakini, on one hand, 
a Gentile and a tax collector to you as a Christian is someone you pray for. Right. So, Babu, they need the Lord. It's almost like a lost soul. Yes. And it, it's someone you, in fact, any, the Gentile or a tax collector is the one. Mm-hmm. Not the 99, the, the one. one. Yeah. What, what Jesus is essentially saying, he doesn't say, Kick them out. Ban Ex- them. Excommunicate. No, no he, he, he's not saying that. He's saying, this is the one. Mm-hmm. This is the one. Not the 99. This is the one. And mejaribu memshinda uyo uyo moja uyo. So that's my point. Actually, is that, that, is a, that is a very good uh, revelation of that. Kwamba, that is the one. Nikwamba, unavoseba, kwamba, treat them as such. Nikwamba, with the same heart, with the same yes. zeal that you search for the lost. Yeah. Now that is that guy. I didn't come for the healthy. I came for the sick. For the yeah. sick. What, how did Jesus treat the Gentiles and tax collectors? He was Enjoyed. always with them. Come. Prayed for them. Mm-hmm. Dined with them. Always. That's what he did. So you see, this is how Jesus lived his life. This whole cancel culture is anti-Christ. When you look at the core of it, in cancel culture, there is no forgiveness. There is no redemption. Redemption is very important there. Mm-hmm. Um, one wrong move and you are disqualified forever, which is the opposite of the gospel uh, because the gospel is about reconciliation. The gospel is about restoration. Right. The gospel is about redemption. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think we have to be very careful as, as, as Christians to not allow what's happening in the world influence us to a point where now we develop this cancel bias that we have and we bring that into our community. Corinthians five. It says, "Do not associate." Yes. sometimes do not associate. People tend to think association mm. means hanging out. Association does not mean hanging no, out. People think even association means approval. It doesn't mean that. People who on Twitter they do come out retweets and likes do not mean endorsement. Do not equal endorsements. It, 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 <laughs> If you, retweet, <laughs> if you retweet something on the same, bro, you endorsed it. Let's just put it that way. Unless you're going to retweet and comment, Kwamba, <laughs> right? But I'm just saying, Kwamba, associate in this sense, Kwamba, even an associate of mine. You say Ben is my associate. I associate with Ben. Kwamba, mm. you are doing, it's almost like birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. Mm. So I'm not just saying, do not associate with this person. Do not be, do not be the same. Do not do the same actions as mm-hmm. this person. Mm-hmm. He's living a double life. Now he understands the effect of 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 associating good, you know, bad company corrupts good mm-hmm. character, isn't it? That's what it says, right? Oh uh, yeah, bad, bad company com- corrupts good character. Good character. And that's what he's Proverbs, yeah. The, the Proverbs, yes, that's that's what this thing is saying. Do not associate with them. Those people who are born you when you find out they believe in Jesus. Alafu, wanaenda chaka. Like in the preceding verse, anakabea, sija kwambia kwamba don't associate with those about the immoral, sand, slanderers and things. Sija kwambia huko. Cross reference to verse 5, Jesus kwambia ndo hao ona wataka, sija kwambia wakatazi kwenda, ndo wachukua walete. So, okay, so basically, Paul, maybe is not contradicting what Jesus said. No, he's not. He's actually supporting what Jesus said. So basically, yes, wanasema kwa bana, uwe brother, mbae majaribu kumrestow, kagoma, treat them as a tax collector and as a gentile. Mm-hmm. Paul anasema bana, hawa gentile na na watu wengine usiwatengea, hawa ndo tumwafuata. So in essence, huyo mnajaribu kumrestore akagoma ndo mumfuate huyo. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that's what it says yeah. here. So so if that's the case then kwa sababu hata nini this whole essence of excommunication um, it's a, of course, it's a, this doctrine of excommunication has been developed over the years like I think over you know hundreds of years. Um, and I did a little bit of research into like your excommunication. Okay, what exactly is 
is it? And like, what's the basic definition of um, excommunication? Mm-hmm. And I think I, I like one uh, definition where it says, or is it? Let me pull it up, pull it up, pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. Pa, 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 pa. Yes. Excommunication is not punitive, but rather restorative. The, right. a, the aim of excommunication is to burden the conscious. Is to burden the conscious of the unrepentant believer so that he or she returns to the church recognizing the presence of sin, mm-hmm. the need of repentance, and the faith in Jesus Christ. Now, of course, as the name implies, excommunication is to deny a person in the public means of grace within their respective Christian community because of unrepentant sin. Mm -hmm. Again, to deny a person in the public means of grace, Mm -hmm. um, usually a sin of grievous, harmful, and public nature. So so in essence, this is excommunication. The point is to burden someone's conscience. Yes. But I think historically, maybe even growing up in the church, is sort of as easy. sometimes I feel like excommunication does more damage than good. I remember growing up, <laughs> yeah, somebody hooked up with somebody, come to Mimba. Yeah. And it's a, it's what, shameful, bro. Any, what does it even mean? It, it's it's <laughs> any any when that happens, I'm like, I don't want to be here. Right. It's shameful. Right. So I think, of course, in theory, it's a great idea. Like in, I think in practice, many of many of us got it wrong. But I think the Bible is very clear. I think it, the, the way we act and try implement that does does more harm than good in terms yeah. of that actually does to push away. Yeah. So it doesn't really burden the conscious. It just means actually it it it, it plants certain seeds and of I think the, resentment. The, and, and I think, Nini, going back to cancel culture, the goal of cancel culture isn't to punish everyone or even very many people. It's to shame or scare just enough people to make the rest conform. But the goal is not to pull down a public figure. No, the goal is to make an example of them that we get in line. So if I say that, if I do that, so, so that's the bigger picture. That's what I do. I want my sacrificial lamb, bro. But I think it's the same thing with the church. When you excommunicate, when you do that thing and the vibe or the energy is more shameful, what you do is now you've created fear in the rest of your flock. Every time that I was present when this was happening, what was running through my mind is I don't ever want to be there. It wasn't love, I'm compassionate. I'm like, I, I'm like, I hope that never becomes me. Never. I hope I never have to go through that. And this fear now is, you know, we become grappled with fear. Fear sasa can lead into that Christian circle, but now you make sure nobody ever sees nothing. Exactly. If they find out, exactly, that could be me. And I don't want to go through that. I don't want to be shamed like that, even though shame might not be the intention of whoever is now you are making those decisions. Like, any, that's the risk. Yeah, but that's the problem. It, it instills fear that doesn't correct. 
No. It instills fear that, that covers. Mm-hmm. That, that covers, actually. It doesn't even cripple your behavior. It just cover, it makes you want to conceal your behavior so yeah. that you don't go there. It's not It's not restorative in mm-hmm. terms of, I'm trying to know the guilt, whatever it is, mm-hmm. conviction. No. It's going back. I'll be pulled up to the front. I'll, yeah. I've got to make sure now I strap on. Mm. Make sure I don't have a kid. You know, mm. for other reasons, you should, but, well, you, you shouldn't. <laughs> but anyways, that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but people do, and you see certain, so many instances about people, worship leaders, pastors and all that, for the close circle, they know, but ah, we mambo for whatever thing they do. Mm-hmm. Like any, they go at length, at so much length to cover it up. Yeah. So the fear leads to concealing. The fear does not lead to uh, restoration. No. Umone. Yeah. So and and that's the issue. Now, cancel culture, on the other hand, the well, first, there's no such thing as cancel culture. That's like the quote unquote. The quote unquote right. cancel culture. Why? Because people do not seem to do not seem to go for a corrective approach. No. People go seem to cancel. It's, it's cancellation. Literally, you need cancellation. If it's a job, I say any, petitions any, that talk a fire. Them. Any can, can, whoever is in that culture, they're like bounty hunters, man. Hey, they just want your that. head. Yeah, that's, that's all they want your head. Yeah. Period. And, so, and, and I think it's no matter it's anti-Christ Kosababu, uh, perfect living is basically at the core of cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't say it. Yeah. That, that that's the message they're sending to the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Don't make a mistake, at least not a public one. Don't say the wrong thing, at least not in public. And hope that one of your friends is not necessarily part of that culture. Or does not record yeah, that. You know. Or they would out you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Which is, again, it's perfect living. Yes, indeed, even the Bible does say, be perfect as your father is perfect. But at the same time, it says, my grace is made perfect in your weakness. On one hand, yes, there's a standard to live by, but... But that, that standard can only be achieved while yeah, you're in Christ. But, but in your pursuit of that standard... When you when you fail in your pursuit of that standard, his grace is made perfect. Right, that's that the gospel. Is, I to hit you, but God sees His Son. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it perfect. Not yeah. that you're perfect in any kind of way, yeah. but we've misconstrued what that is saying to assume, Gomba, you should act, dude. If you can't do anything, act as if you are. Lakini, I think I understand how hard it is to not disqualify mm-hmm. uh, a person when they have made uh, a mistake. Like I think I, what I said earlier, if, if, if I was part of a church that's led by a figure like David and then he does that, one of the elders to say me, for example, I understand that I would have a hard time listening to that guy. Listening to or that guy. Submitting to that guy. Or, or taking him seriously. Right. Um, I would have a hard time. And I say that because I understand that I also have this bias. Mm-hmm. I know that. Just by doing that, that's a bias. And I itself. know, yes, I, I know. But I have the some other, like any, somehow I don't have a problem reading the Psalms, right? Any, I don't have a problem knowing. But the guy who wrote these things was a filthy human being. Worse than the guy you're judging. Worse than worse than the guy I am judging here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Again, worse in terms of like the human broken scale of measuring what's yes. bad and what's good. Um, like any, so why is that? Why why is it that I can? Read that. Oh, for example, there are Christian figures in history who owned slaves. Mm-hmm. I don't take them seriously. <laughs> I don't take them seriously. You know, but at the same time, there are guys in the Bible who killed. You read the five books of Moses. Yeah. I read them, even though he was a murderer. You know what I'm saying? So All I right. think 
we all bring this bias into in, into it, and I think we just have to get to a point where we we develop the consciousness and understand that you know what I am biased here and I am biased there, but at the same time to be very careful in protecting um, our worldview and our mindset uh, so that we don't get influenced by what's happening in the world, and then we carry that influence into the church and then conduct ourselves in a way that could be termed anti-Christ. Yeah, because Christ is all about restoration. Is all about redemption. Um, he's all about bringing back, um, and cancel culture is about keeping out. Yeah, and that's not what that's, that's what it's. Yeah, that's what cancel culture is. Keep out. Yeah, disqualify them mm-hmm. and do not bring them in. Yeah, we we are nine. We are the one. Achana na. Achana na. We got the ninety nine. Yeah, in fact, we are the ninety nine. We are Jesus. As Jesus is saying, I'm good with y'all. Yeah. Let me go after that. I'm guy. heading out there. But I think I think one of the things that I really like about what we talked about at the beginning, Paul and Peter all stressed this combat. The ministry that they had been given and the ministry that we are given now ministry of reconciliation. is the ministry of reconciliation, which represents mm. the cross itself. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing, it means now I think maybe I'm exhausted going after that, mm-hmm. but I do not cease to pray for a person. Mm-hmm. For example, somebody has kind of just human strength. I'm just tired. I'm yeah. But you don't leave them. But when you say I leave it to God, now I... I, I hand this guy over to God. So Manachan and I, you know, but you pray for those. You still mm-hmm. continue to pray for those people. Like, can you do everything that is necessary to keep them in? Mm-hmm. So even in this three-stage process, and then after that, bring witnesses and then go to the church. I think even when we get to the church, I don't think the church... Uh, I don't think the church should should automatically excommunicate a person mm-hmm. just because they were akata once. And I think at, a, at a, even the, the gospel when I was saying, it does not mean Ben, I go bring other people. No. Mm-hmm. It means I don't I don't just merely bring people into this because one time I'm I'm coming for you. I'm mm-hmm. coming for you. Like in machine Ghana for years and years. Okay, this dude. Machine door. Okay, let's bring somebody else. Like mm-hmm. you know, we've got this mentality to come back. We're so quick to 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 corrective measures. Come back. We don't have the time. We don't have the patience. We don't have mm-hmm. the grace for this. So we come back. Ben, one time umeringa na let us carry umeringa tena. That's that's just three days, bro. If you think about it, that's just three days of work. Mm-hmm. That means nothing. But at the same time, hatakama baka kanzani kagoma esansamaji to. Let that person to you be like a Gentile or a tax collector. And let's keep in context, Kumba, how in the died for. Those are the people he hung out with, or the spiritual, whatever folk. And he, he came for those people. And our call, even Paul says, Kumba, Kumba, Watenki Hawatu. Exactly. That's that's very that's very powerful. In other words, don't give up no. on anybody. Don't give up on any yeah, soul. It, it, it stops being a re, what is it? It stops being a what is it? A reconciliation or like a restoration project? I guess project. I don't like that word. Maybe I should find a better word. It stops being a pursuit of uh, restoration and becomes a pursuit of actually like redemption. Right. clearly they are so deep into it that now. And it's almost come like you know, money. Right. And so when that happens, then you still pursue them, but you're not pursuing restoration, you're pursuing redemption. Exactly. And I think, and I think, and I think, oh, they go hand in hand. Yeah. You redeem, 
and then you reconcile, then you redeem, whichever, which one's first, you reconcile, and then he's redeemed, right? So they yeah. go hand in hand, all these titles you want to put in. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, at the same at the same time, let's not be quick to read one verse on alone as a standalone yes. verse. Yeah. Always contextualize, always cross-reference. Always, always, always. The Bible does not contradict contradict itself if you if you read well enough. No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. So it's really straightforward, you know. So I, I just we just want to change the perspective of this, at mm. least for the church. The world is, is a bit difficult. Mm. I think we should we should we should switch from from this cancel culture to restoration culture. Restoration culture. Or redemption culture. Redemption culture. Reconciliation or reconciliation culture. culture. Deliverance culture. Yep. Seeking culture. Healing culture. Healing culture. That's that's the kingdom. That's the gospel. That's the gospel. And none of this cancel culture. No one is, no sin is big enough to be saved. Bro, I'm going to cancel water. Bro, don't I mean me? No, yeah, In fact, I'm not going to front. Even this week, we're not going to cancel. I mean, I did this, I think, yesterday. Because again, slavery, it's a very sensitive issue for me. And as if you were a slave. Any bro. And as if exactly as if as if my grandfather was a slave. Yeah. Like any, it's something that is very any I don't know, but I, it's a very sensitive thing. And when I hear somebody come anywhere remotely close to that. And do you want to make one final can you be Blea? One of the characters that I relate with, I think, more than any other character is Jonah. All right. Kosababu, if if I was in Jonah's shoes, I would have done exactly what he did. Everybody would have done exactly what he did. Well, Sababu, Jonah was, God is asking, it's, it's like, it's like, think of it this way. It's like somebody asking an African-American in like the Jim Crow era or something like that mm-hmm. to go, the rednecks, the KKK, it's somebody asking, uh, God asking a person to go preach the gospel to the KKK. You know what I'm saying? Do you know how hard that is? Super hard. That's exactly what God asked Jonah to do. But here's the thing is that we missed the point that God, God loves everyone. God came for everyone. Yeah. And I think every time I put myself in his shoes, I realize how biased I am as a person. I realize how filthy I am as a human being. And I realize how I still don't get the gospel. Because the gospel is beautiful when God is forgiving you. When God is redeeming you, when God is restoring but, you. Yeah. But the gospel is hard when God is redeeming somebody you, in your broken worldview, think they don't deserve. Who's hurt you. Completely forgetting that there's somebody else out there who thinks you don't deserve, deserve it. Yeah. I get and, it. And, and I think that's why the definition of, of mercy and, and, and yeah. grace. Yeah. Uh, Undeserving favor. Undeserving favor. Mercy is, is receiving what you is not getting what you do deserve, mm. and grace is receiving what something you that deserve. you don't deserve. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think I was sitting down with my with my girl a couple of days ago, maybe last week or two weeks, and she was, she talked about she talked about about grace and her view of grace, mm. and, which is so perfectly put. Shoutouts to Henry's girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but she was talking about basically, which taught me a, a heck load. But there was an instance, you know, people were so quick to judge many a times. Oh, we are, we are. And so God had revealed something so profound to her. Uh, she was in an instance where this was a dream, basically. Mm. And she, and there was a baby or something that just looked evil. So I laughed. I was like, so just because she's evil. And she kept on rebuking this. And, and God didn't 
do anything. And so she was praying to God like, yo, why am I calling upon your name? And, and, and uh, nothing is happening. And nothing is happening, Lord. Mm. You know. And God said, reveal to her, Gamba, you're forgetting something. I love that little girl too. Mm. I'm not going to cancel just because you called my name to cancel mm. that person. I love that girl too. Mm. Now, the only way you can heal is by showing that girl my love through you. You're just the conduit of this. Mm-hmm. So, David was saying, bring me to your fountain of grace because that is where my strength is. I think if I paraphrase that, mm-hmm. that psalm. So, basically in that dream, I started talking to the baby about Jesus, right? And, and, and how Jesus changed her and, and all this. And through that ex- expression of who Jesus was through her, Conviction came into the little girl. The little girl started crying. Mm. And then she got to see. And then God told her, now that mm. is what my strength is. Mm. My strength is not in, in using my name Bro. to cancel people out. Gospel game tight tomorrow. Man, listen. When she said that, I, I kept quiet. Tight. And I said, oh, okay, as if I was not interested. Like, I sat like all night thinking about yeah. that. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's easier man, to do these things than maybe probably even in a dream than in real life. Yeah, but, but we just pray. What yeah. we pray. Our prayer today is for ourselves as well yes. as for others. We need to we need to shift this approach. This we, perspective we needs to we go do. back to that restoration, we do. reconciliation, Redemption, culture. Yeah, we, you do, know, we do. And we do that most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not on a large scale. We do yeah. that a lot. And I think for a person who's listening and you happen to be a victim of cancel culture, you know, mm-hmm. somebody canceled you, uh, whether you deserve it or you don't, I think this message is for you if you actually don't deserve it, mm-hmm. if it was unfair. The Bible clearly stay, states that one, love your enemies, love those who persecute you, pray and pray for those who persecute yeah. you. Your, your role as a victim is to love and to pray right. for those who did this to you. Yeah. Um, and I think for the rest of us, we have to ch- really Those who change. propagate. Yeah. The only yeah. two people, I'm telling you. We have to change. Yeah. I'm not going to front. I, I do it sometimes. I do it. I told you, I just did it like this week. Yeah. Um, it's just that I'm not like an internet troll, but you know, if I was, I would have gone at this person. Like in Indoivo, we all have this issue um, if you think you don't have this bias, maybe you even have a bias against yourself. You think you're all that, Could be, yeah. but you ain't. Uh, so, again, this was another beautiful episode yeah, of man. What If You Keep It Real. I am Ben Oden. And I'm Henry Sondo. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.